All right. Former NBA player Joe Smith is beyond angry after finding out his wife has an OnlyFans page. Check this out. Wait, wait, no, 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 Calm, you're not gonna say fuck me or that's fucked up. It's not fucked up. Listen, it's not fucked up. I'm not a fan of recording people without their consent, and it's just a little bit awkward that this person is involved in sex work yet doesn't seem to understand, like, parameters of consent. That's a little bit weird to me. Um, and also, I just, uh, I, I guess I would wonder why she wouldn't tell him that she was doing OnlyFans. Because, like, if she's afraid that it's going to cause problems in the relationship, then that's probably not the right relationship for you. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. This is weird to me. I don't know. Let's see what's going on. Listen, it's not fucked up and we're going to, okay, look, so I have an OnlyFans page and he's mad because he's just now finding out about it. Of course I'm mad I'm just finding but out about it. I'm not doing it with anybody but myself, so why should I have to tell you my choice, my body, my body, my fucking choice? Yeah, that's, that's not really how my body, my choice works in that sense. Yeah, she absolutely has the bodily autonomy to do it, but, um... I think it's weird to start a job and not tell your partner because this is like now potential income. I'm assuming that they file taxes jointly. This is now affecting like the household income. Um, like I, I'm not, my issue is not this in like a slut shamey way, right? Because obviously, right? Pro, very pro sex worker, but it just seems very bizarre to hide that from your partner when that's going to affect the money coming into your house or going out of your house and how you have to file things with like legal entities and governments and things. And um, my understanding is that at one point, um, his name is John, I think, right? The uh, husband? Joseph. Joe. Joe, is that at one point he had like filed for bankruptcy and like went broke. So like they might have like debts that they owe like as a team. So like, I'm not mad about her like doing this to bring money in, like obviously, and he shouldn't be mad either because she does have a history of doing porn. So it's not in that way, but it just seems like very weird to keep this sort of secretive when it's impacting um, the household income. Like I would like to know if my partner is going to do something that is going to, for better or worse, that is impacting my household income. I would like to know, yes. you know? So I, I think like I'm more upset about that than I am about the fact that it's OnlyFans because it being OnlyFans is like not the main factor of the story to me. Yeah, and I think um, you know, like it's also the sort of patriarchy games of it all, right? Like he's em embarrassed, but you know, you you play patriarchy games, you play trophyism games, you win trophyism prizes, right? Like. You could tell he's more embarrassed. Like, he doesn't want the fellas talking about right. him having a, a wife that does the evil Satan videos, right? <laughs> Not the evil Satan videos. Yeah. Yeah, but that's also just so... I mean, I understand what you're saying. I don't disagree. I just find it to be bizarre because, like, you already knew she did porn. Yep. So, like, what? So, uh, essentially because of her history and sex work, anyone could have found her videos at any time. Yeah. Like what she's showing on her OnlyFans is not like new, never before seen type of content. 
So like, and I could only st- imagine more boring with no partner. It's just you and uh, yeah, just your you-ness. Just, <laughs> just be, just being. Hey, me, yeah, just like me. <laughs> that's. And I, I don't know. Like now, you were talking about like a household money perspective. Uh, mm-hmm. it, let me check my decibels and make sure this microphone is working as I'd like it to. <laughs> All right, and I like. Let's say there's a business perspective, but I don't know of him to be a public-facing person. Yeah. Like, I think that I consume enough, like, let's say low-vibrational entertainment, Oh. given that Thanksgiving is coming up. Things that low-vibrational people do. I I do. I consume some low vibration. I call it a word that I'm not going to say on Swapcast. That is such a shady way to put it, though. (laughs) We all know exactly what you mean. Yes. And I've never seen him in this type of... I've seen Gilbert Arenas, who Mm -hmm. is an athlete man. I've seen John Sally, who was an athlete man. Mm -hmm. And some other athlete men. And sometimes they talk about Michael Jordan's son, uh, Scottie Pippen. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was a big basketball man with the Antonio Fellers or whoever he played with. Chicago Bulls, thank you very much. Jordan. There you go. Yeah, They did that. They had a good time on there. But this guy isn't public facing. Mm -hmm. So like... What is there to be embarrassed about? You're a rich old guy, or I guess bankruptcy, so maybe not a rich old guy. Yeah, he's not a rich old guy. And I think that might be is what the embarrassing thing for him, maybe even possibly even more so than the fact that it's OnlyFans and it's sexual content, the fact that she's now becoming the breadwinner, I think might be the thing. Because I actually, Mm -hmm. like, while you were talking, I just Googled him real quick. Um, So uh, Smith was once heralded as a basketball talent coming out of Maryland and made over $60 million during his career. However, he blew through all those millions of dollars and four years ago was $150,000 in debt and only had $3,000 in his bank account. So like maybe he's more embarrassed about the fact he has to fess up to the fact that his wife is the breadwinner because he fucked off $60 million. He has less money than a house that a millennial can't afford. Yeah. Like there's some, I think that might be the source of the embarrassment more than anything, honestly. Yeah, cause that's kind of a, that's a rough one to like come back from like $60 million. Is his age coming up in your search? Um, cause I mean, if he's like 50. He was drafted in 95. So if he was 95. college age in 95. Dang. So there seems like, because I'm guessing people born before like the early to mid 80s had less education on these contracts and whatnot, Mm -hmm. to my understanding. I think if he was our age, maybe even more embarrassing because we grew up learning the mistakes of these contracts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ugh. And I mean, wasn't that a big thing that like a lot of professional sports started doing was saying like, well, we give them... um, financial literacy courses now like you know because this was a common thing is that a bunch of people as soon as they got out of the nfl as soon as they get out of the nba they're like broke as hell because they'd never really um learned how to like spend money accordingly right because it's easy to spend 10 million dollars a year when you're making 20 million dollars a year but then once you get injured or once you retire yeah it's gone (laughs) right and i'm not the person to give that advice because my whole advice would just be stop being all flossy glossy yeah. Just quit being flossy glossy. Yeah. It's, it's literally that simple, my G. You're just, you're doing flossy. And that is the language so, I use okay, because I'm old. Okay, he was I'm born old. in 75, it looks like. Oh, yeah. He, so he's just about almost 50. Oh, yeah. he He's of that age group where they had no idea. As a, a stand-up comedian once said, they're just shiny and dumb. Yeah. 
Where do I sign, Mr. Barry Gordy? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. A uh, bit more of this um, intriguing audio from video. Joe, I've been talking to you about mad things. I've been asking for solutions to shit. You're not giving me none, so I created one. That's no solution. Not in my book. You knew, you knew who the fuck I was when you met me. Not in my book is always a funny, like you don't, you don't have a book. That, that's all. Ever <laughs> right. since I was a child, I wanted to say that to adults, but you're not supposed to. You're but now, to now I'm the adult. <laughs> so no, you actually don't have a book. Go get it then. Oh, you don't have one. So quit acting like you have some list of morals that you follow and you check every day. Mm -hmm. Get out of here. Before. Before, 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 yeah, we met, before, yeah, I and knew I that. thought that I would never have to go Man, back to anything like this again. Beforehand, but unfortunately, no, no, no. that's not the case right after now. That, after that, everything's supposed to change. Everything did change. No, 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 no. Everything. It no, it had to. I had Obviously, to do something. You stood out there showing your body. You stood out there doing stuff like this on camera. You. He said, "You're out there showing your body." Are expressing okay. concern over her body. Like of uh, all the things, like I don't. Maybe this is just, I don't know. Maybe I just know too many sex workers. I've been like t around the whole industry too long. But for me, again, the biggest thing is that she didn't tell him first off. But like to know that my partner would be like, hey, you know what? I have a way to make money. Let's get this money. Let's like rescue our household a little bit. I would be thrilled. Yeah, like, oh, I just, like, I, I, I crip walk naked and that's my only fans <laughs> thing. You'd be like, well, I guess you just crip walk naked now. Looks like everybody gets to see your, your funny looking slinger genitals and they are funny looking, you know, and I guess you'd be embarrassed about that. Everybody'd be like, yeah, those, those are the ones, huh? Iron them out or something. But yeah, no, because sex work to me is like legitimate, valid work, you know, as are other industries. And it's like, hey, we need someone to work because we need money. And whether that's like, you know, sex work, factory work, fucking blogging, podcasting, like whatever your work is, whatever your speciality is, like, let's go do that because we're in trouble. I would be ecstatic that I have a partner who's like not just trying to let us be broke together. Like, I would be happy, honestly. And, and I will not rant, but I will run right up against ranting. Uh, so showing your body, I'm just interested. I'm so interested. I would love to know if either of them remembers what outfit was she wearing when he approached her well, and how close to naked was that outfit? I just want to note that she said you knew who I was before, you know, when you met me and he said, I know. So he knew she did porn. Like Which that also means there's archives. Right? It's not like what some young people were trying to tell me what Snapchat is. <laughs> and to my understanding, it just goes away after you post it. Yeah, after a certain amount of days, I think it just automatically deletes. No, the pornography films are forever and ever yeah. and everness. Yeah, and you can buy it. You can still get them on VHS and DVD. Yeah, think about it. Like, if you're so embarrassed by that stuff now, like, imagine some 4chan troll, because that's who it would be. What if you outlive her? What if there's a truck accident? Mm -hmm. And come the, the funeral comes up, someone pulls up next to the funeral with like a billboard vehicle airing one of the pornography films because those are all available. They've gone nowhere. So that footage is just out there forever and consistently being monetized by ad revenue. Someone is grabbing a bootleg copy and putting it on a new website where it'll get ad revenue. Yep. That's just going to be happening forever. So why not get the new 
direct, you know, from the customer's hand to yours revenue. Mm -hmm. Shit, why don't you get in on it? Hell, do some basketball tricks, right? M make a video called Dribbling Through Her Legs. <laughs> see where you go with it. Start with that title and see what kind of material you'll come up with. Get creative, young man. Get creative. Yeah, could be in a, a silly billy gumdrop. No one has time for that. Uh, this is supposed to be Phoenix Kalita commenting. <laughs> All right, keep going. And oh, and there is more. This uh -huh. this is gonna keep going. This mm. is an episode. You act like that's the only thing that I do. I have mad jobs, but they're not facilitating everything that needs to be done. So I got something extra. She talks like a 1994 New York rapper. Yeah, she does. Yo, we did this mad long ago. I got mad jobs. I'm mad mad. Hell, I, I'm gonna join Mothers Against Drunk Driving. I'm mad mad mad. <laughs> Only fans be breaking me off. What the Man, fuck? Come on, Keisha, with that. It don't matter what they breaking you off. It's the disrespect that comes with it. What disrespect? I like when men get so mad at their ego that their sentences go. He said, it don't matter who they break you off. What'd you say there? <laughs> go back and fix your sentence. It's the it's the focus on the disrespect to me. Like, because I don't, maybe I sound shallow at this point, but like, you, we got married when you were a millionaire and now we're in debt. You disrespected me. <laughs> like, like honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Out there trying to be Miss, Mr. Flossy Freshman. I'm telling you right now, the crib we're in, I would not go up one more square foot if we were to hit a winning lottery ticket. Same square feet, yeah. maybe slightly more yard for gardening. Yeah. That's about it. I'm not about to be running out there in whatever the car, a Bugatti, so I could be a top G, you know, yeah. no. I would go for like another 15 feet if it meant another full bathroom. Hmm. I would go for a full bathroom. But yeah, but no, I get the point that it's like, you know, although as I, I just, yeah, I don't, I, I think I'm so like, it broke my brain to hear that he made $60 million. Like I can't. I, can't, I don't think I could spend $60 million if I tried. Right, because like even if I got all the clothes I wanted, that just means I have every color of Dickies. That's yeah, it. Like, and once your house is paid, your house is paid. Yeah. Like, I don't, and I wouldn't want one of these big ass, well, personally, I just wouldn't want one of these like big ass mansions. So I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't know. I just, I can't imagine spending $60 million. But also again, like doing it without having a retirement plan, um, not having like the long-term um, sort of awareness. So yeah, like it, it's weird to say that because she's trying to basically save their financial situation that she's disrespecting him because it's on OnlyFans. But it's like, but you disrespected her. Like, where is all this money? Where did it go? What did you do? And he's, she's also, as he said in the beginning of the video, we're supposed to be partners. She is being your partner. Yeah. She didn't give you this information, but that's some partnership to do. Right? She's trying to keep you flossy glossy, which apparently is what you wanted to be so darn bad in the first place. All right. Let's take a look. It's the disrespect that comes with it. What you disrespect? Even, you couldn't come and talk to me about it. Okay, well, we're talking about it now. Can I have so. to find out on the fly? All right, then. But now, okay. No, so, wait. I have to find out on the fly. So now you know. Yeah, now I know. Okay. And so? Hmm, whatever. That's right. I've been doing what I have to do, period. Like, that's bottom line. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. All right. Doing what you have to do, period, bottom line. That's what it is. 
Yeah, and it's uh, interesting, like, again, I just looked up another article about this just to get a little bit more context from her. She apparently did an interview um, and said, uh, you know, not everybody's hustle and drive is the same, um, but I've been supporting and dealing and going through his trials and tribulations with him. Um, she also explained that she's always been a businesswoman and was doing a lot to maintain the house that they almost got kicked out of and that they have a second home that she is trying not to lose. She said, I, this is a quote, I just kicked it into drive and did what I had to do and he won't do it and I'm sorry, but you knew I was an adult video star when you met me. So if my survival, if I would do anything for my own survival, then what makes you think that I would change now? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a very valid question. And, you know, I, I think it really is that thing of, if you can't deal with the idea of dating somebody who's done sex work, then just don't date them. Like, just don't get involved. That's such a bizarre thing to me. Like, yeah. if that's such a point of, like, pride for you to be like, I don't want other people to see your body or I don't want other people to know that you do any type of sex work, then don't get involved with somebody who's ever done sex work. Just don't. Like, this is very reminiscent to me of the, um, like, that Jonah Hill situation, right? With, like, talking about boundaries <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, he was talking about boundaries. That's definitely <laughs> what he was talking about. <laughs> well, he pretends it's about boundaries. Yeah, but, um... I guess the the rudiment for folks that don't know, uh, Jonah Hill is a performance artist, which I guess like he's, he's pretty... Actor. yeah. Right, I, I tend to... Isn't that performing? Isn't it art? Oh my goodness. <laughs> but, yeah, but he's pretty uh, successful at it. Made a, I'm guessing he made a great deal of money at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, uh, you know, so he used that money and that status to be like, I was going to get me a girlfriend. I think the the misogynist incels call it status maxing. Yes. So he did his uh, status maxing, as they call it, and uh, got into a relationship with someone that does surfing. Is that correct? Yeah, she was a surfing instructor, I believe. Okay, so they teach people to surf. Now, now I don't know about you, but when I'm surfing, I like to wear overalls. <laughs> I like to wear overalls and Timberland boots mm-hmm. when I go surfing. Mm-hmm. Maybe a nice uh, a Helly Hansen coat. <laughs> Helly Hansen. And an ugly Christmas sweater. Yes. Because that is appropriate surfing attire. But apparently she, like a whore, mm-hmm. goes surfing in swimming clothes. Yes. Very bad. Very you're not bad. swimming, you're surfing. Exactly. Like, yeah. if you're in the water, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Maybe surf better. Yeah. But he doesn't like that she wears whorish swimming clothes. Exactly. And calls that a boundary. You see, you know, you know, let me tell you something. There was a restaurant that started running a product for seasonally that I didn't like. And I called corporate and I said, they're crossing my boundary by having this product on here (laughs) that I don't have to order. Right. Yeah. That's my boundary. So Mm -hmm. don't do it Mm -hmm. in your restaurant. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's a big thing that it is really, um, like, uh, anytime language hits sort of, like, the the main culture, right, it always ends up becoming, like, weaponized or, like, changed from its original format, right? You see gaslighting, um, intersectionality in terms of, like, feminism, right? And it happens all the time, and now we're doing it with boundaries. And because, like, for Holland was saying, well, go to therapy, go to therapy. Okay, some people went to therapy and just learned how to take the terms without actually doing, like, the work to be better people. And now here we are, and so they're doing this with boundaries because the thing I can't stress enough is boundaries are not how you make someone else around you behave. Boundaries are boundaries that you set for yourself to respond to other people's behavior. 
So if your boundary is, I don't want to date someone who dresses um, in a way that I find to be provocative or uh, is posting uh, thirst traps on social media, then don't approach somebody who dresses that way and posts that way in social media. It's just that easy. Don't get into a relationship with them and then be like, now that we're in a relationship, you have to change who you are. Even though it was good enough to attract me, it's not good enough to keep me. I really hate that sort of weaponization of boundaries. Yeah, like go for the type of person who already shows that they're in, um, they have similar, um, a similar moral compass to yours or similar ideas of how a relationship would look. Stop trying to change people. But you know what the way misogyny goes? What's that like Trevor Noah quote that everybody always like uh, brings out <laughs> about how Ooh, like, I don't know. It was uh, something that Trevor Noah's not. It's actually not a Trevor Noah. It's something his mother said to him, but it was uh, resonated with a lot of women was something along the lines of like um, men want to basically take like a wild and free woman and put her in a cage and break her because it's more fun to break a woman than it is to, you know, like love a woman for who she is type of thing. And that's, you know basically what I find this to be. And I find, you know, this like Joe Smith situation to be something very similar. Like you thought that, you know, she was going to act the way you wanted her to act because you said so, but now, you know, you can't pay the bills. And she's like, well, I have to go back to work and you're upset about it because it hurts your ego. But you know, you should be happy that your partner's willing to go back to work instead of just leaving you. Cause she could always just leave you. Yeah. And as a man, I'm going to make a claim I can't prove because like speaking on the language thing, right? When the language hits mainstream, it gets misused. Mm -hmm. I swear to fuck. Oh, we don't curse on this. This is Swapcast. Yes, we do. All right. I I, uh, I swear to uh, baby Jesus, Lord, Savior in Christ, that uh, the only reason that the language cancel culture exists is not just for branding, not just because politically correct ran out of steam, but because the language rape culture went mainstream and made sense yeah and was easy to understand and also toxic masculinity made sense was easy to understand and one thing i noticed immediately as soon as toxic masculinity started moving where was like well well what about toxic femininity oh yeah that stuff oh yeah the toxic feminine yeah. always taking me down <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and um and and then again like how do you get cancel culture to rape culture you have no if you were really in these circles and not just like in our lefty circles but going over to the other side and literally joining their groups and paying close attention to their conversations following their pages following their podcasts they were trying blank culture everything yep yeah like they were just running with it because they just wanted to take steam off of rape culture yep. which makes sense and is easy to understand mm -hmm. all right um we keep going this is a whole episode now the audio we're about to pull from people tend to be afraid of getting copyright strikes from this person but we are so small we will not hit their radar also, this is audio and not video. He copyright strikes you if you put your stuff on YouTube or he actually has a deal with uh, Tic Tac. So you can't put it there or there. Podcast audio, run with it. So we're running with it. So that video we just responded to mm -hmm. was the one that she, um, Keisha, uh, recorded live 
and kind of an ambush recording, but also, no, not live. This is something to, to specify. Do you know she wasn't live? Yeah. She actually recorded it. Yeah, and then uploaded it. And th- yeah, had time to think about it mm-hmm. <laughs> and said, this is a good idea and uploaded it. So now this cat's being interviewed by DJ Vlad. I still call him DJ Vlad because I remember the mixtape days mm-hmm. on Vlad TV. And we're going for a while. Let me know if you okay. want me to put the audio at 1.25 speed. Well, pause it for now because I have to take a quick little break. Okay. <laughs> So we fast forward to 2022. According to her, you know, the money problems still lingered. So she went and started an OnlyFans page on her own a year ago. Now, at the time, you had no idea. Correct. Okay. But then, just recently, things blew up. Right. So explain to me exactly how you found out about her OnlyFans page. Um... She was actually on it, um, on her phone, and I was walking by and I seen her, um, seen her on it, seeing, you know, flicking through the pictures and, um, uh, not, you know, it kind of caught me off guard. So I asked her about it at that at that time, and it was a conversation. Even before she started recording, we was having a conversation about it. We were talking about it. Yes. Just one thing that strikes me about that is him saying that he didn't know. She had it for a year and he didn't know. Um, that means not, it did show up on taxes. I mean, you would think it did. Unless she made less than 10000 Maybe. Like, I don't know how much she makes, but what do I do find interesting is that most people who do OnlyFans, like, really hustle on it. So it's, like, a lot of outfit changes. It's a lot of, like, video editing. It's a lot of... Um, you know, like, well, like taking pictures and doing like the photo editing of that. Hmm. It's a lot of uploading videos. Um, it's uh, a lot of like responding to fans and doing live shows and things like that. And so it just strikes me as a little bit odd that she was able to do this for a year and he never noticed. Like, do you pay attention to what she does at all? Well, thinking yeah. about like, what up? Cause like, cause presumably, and again, I haven't seen what type of content, but if it's sexual and she's um, doing solo work, it's probably a lot of like masturbation type things. And it's like, so she's just like, randomly like getting dressed up and doing her hair and putting on makeup and fixing the lighting to go masturbate and like that didn't seem weird to you like multiple times a week like most likely like if you didn't notice that at all like that's kind of weird my guy there's one thing that i'm not and that's a misandrist now (laughs) just the way i think about you know my folks right i'm 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 one of those fellers you know the men fellers uh I guarantee you that he probably just looked at it as like, oh, she's just being cute and sexy funny. That's what women are. Oh, no. Like, just think, think about the way these um, these minds think, you know? I guess we could say these socially conservative minds, particularly the kind of man that, you know, has had millions of dollars in his hands, even if he, you know, I wouldn't even say fumbled it, he spent it. Even if he spent it irrationally or illogically, like, 
these kind of guys like that kind of ambition and then like who's he around right an athlete you, like you don't just go straight into the nba like he's probably an athlete since what junior high maybe even elementary uh, school age 10, age 10? Yeah. so elementary school so he's been around the boys the fellas and having girls as groupies and fans his whole life pre-puberty pre-puberty this has been his relationship to the genders so i guarantee you seeing that meant nothing to him because that's just how girls is all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna, I'm gonna go out with the fellas and you you play with your little outfits you a funny little lady that's what ladies do oh god just, I mean, is it not realistic? I mean, that is realistic, <laughs> but it's still just like, you, how? Yeah. The level of obliviousness. That's why you didn't marry one of them. No. <laughs> That's why, folks, I joke you not when I say I have no male friends. None. <sighs> None. For over a decade. All right. No, no, nine years, excuse me. All right. Uh, keep going. Keep going, Joe Smith. Say things that make sense. Conversation about it, we were talking about it, and um, then all of a sudden I turn around and she's recording me, but that, that was the same day that uh, uh, I was looking, just walking through the house, you know, we're just having a normal day. And I'm walking through the house and you know, I'd look over and, 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 and see her on the phone and see what's displayed on the phone. And so it, it ticked me off. Well, according to her, because she's done a few interviews, she said that you were talking to some girl and the girl went and found her OnlyFans page and told oh. you about it. No. <laughs> no. I mean, it, like, I I hear some of this, a lot of things in these interviews, and what's really upsetting me is how she tried to use certain things to try to justify her actions, and uh, that definitely, definitely didn't happen. I mean, it happened. Uh, I caught her on it, you know, in, in the process of, I don't know, uh, sending photos or whatever, you know, the process is up there, but that's what happened. Wait. Right. So he doesn't know what the process is, but he know he caught her doing it? What was she doing? All right, well, he said she was going, he said she was going through the pictures. Yeah, but then he said he doesn't know what the process is, so like, so I guess my question is, how did it occur to him that this was an OnlyFans account and not just her, like, looking at selfies she's taken or something? And I said they were talking before she hit record. Maybe that's when she said, okay. oh, th this is OnlyFans. Are you familiar with it? That might make, okay, that would make sense. Yeah. That same interview was The Morning Hustle, which I think you did an interview with them as well. Correct. Uh, she said something uh, to the point of, oh, well, he was talking to some other girl and oh how come he didn't tell me about her because i'm in a girls too we could have done something together <laughs> no that, that didn't happen <laughs> that didn't happen okay well couples have arguments that's very regular you know i don't know any couples that have a smooth relationship where there's not some some hiccups along the way and sometimes tempers flare and so forth but the thing that bothered me about watching this video was that she was taping a marriage argument, which in the beginning, it didn't seem like you had any idea that she was doing this. Correct, correct. And that's what that's that's what ticked me off even more. I mean, cause um, like I said on the morning hustle, I'm a very private person, private individual. And I feel whatever we have issues we have going on in our house, just stay in the house. 
And when I turn around and see her on the, uh, see her recording me, as we're going, supposed to be discussing, you know, this only only fan situation, I, it, it really ticked me off because I don't like my business out in the streets like that, especially something between myself and my wife. So, um, it, it's, it's been a rough road, and and and. Just, it, it, it just, it was not just embarrassing, but it was, it really ticked me off because she knows that. Right, because to me, that seemed like the bigger violation. Like, you know, I'm very private also. Correct. You know, as you are, I don't see you all on Instagram. Oh, I'm, I'm at dinner. Oh, here I am with my kids. Yeah. No, like you're a private person as I am. I keep my relationships and my family very private. Right. And I'm never around anyone who does this type of, you know, taping and stuff like that. The, the, the thing that also bothered me was she wasn't live streaming. She was just taping on her phone. To post. And then, later, and then later on went and posted it. So it's not like, oh, I didn't know who was watching. It was like she taped it. You know, well, she knows that you didn't like that. Mm -hmm. And yet against your wishes, she still posted that. What what happened? I mean, I'm assuming you're, told, you're telling her don't post that. And then she goes and posts it anyways. I mean, after after the whole situation, I walked out. I walked out uh, of the conversation, uh, as you see in the end of the video. And from that point on, I didn't want to. I didn't have anything else. I really didn't have anything else to say to her, and I really didn't think she would post that. Um, like I said, after that, I went back home home for a little while, spent some time with my family, and. Um, and, and that's when I started getting hit, bombarded with, you know, messages and phone calls and direct messages and all types of stuff about what's going on. And, and it's, it's just been crazy. Right, because had that video not been released, there's a reasonable chance that she could have kept on with her OnlyFans and no one would have made that connection between the two of you. Right. She already had it for a year. So what's to say she could have had it for three, four more years without anyone kind of putting this on blast? It was oh. her that sort of exposed the whole situation. The yeah. entire situation. And So again, like going into what you were saying earlier, this isn't, it's less about OnlyFans and more about what do the fellows think? What is my, so, like how am I perceived socially now? Because like, okay, yeah, so she was doing it, but she didn't have to let everybody know that she was married to you. And it's like, don't, that's weird. Don't be like that. Mm. Don't be like that. Like, I understand the point about privacy and she probably shouldn't have uploaded it without consent, but that's because it was, it's polite to maintain consent in a situation like that. Not because, well, now my public perception, like this shouldn't be, the, the focus shouldn't be on the public perception. Yeah, and I hate that shit. that's the thing. Like, if you're a, um, I'm, I'm sure plenty of single young men and teenage boys are tuned in. And uh, if you are hetero and you you gotta, don't look at a relationship with a woman as an extension of yourself, your image, your reputation. Look at it as that's a whole other person of whom I might be able to form a partnership with and better survive and navigate this whole capitalism thing. Yeah, but then again, like if you are looking at her, um refusing to look at a woman that you're in a relationship with as a potential partner, then that also explains, you know, 
the result of how she's feeling right now that it's like, well, I have to go back to OnlyFans because you're not doing your job as a partner to help get our finances back together. But, you know. Mm -mm. Um, like you said, if it was, uh, if, if, that was the, if that was the case, we could have, you know, continued to talk back and forth inside the house until we came up, came up with a resolution on our own. Um, but I guess she felt she had to invite the world in to kind of be on her side or kind of uh, uh, see what see what she has going on. But I mean, it's 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 it's, it's frustrating, uh, it's disappointing, and, and it's hurtful. I mean, I feel you know totally disrespected by that. You know, the first thing that people said when they saw this was oh, this is a skit or a publicity stunt in order to get her OnlyFans popping. They're both in on it. And then once they make a million dollars, they'll like reveal that it's just a big joke. But I'm not getting that vibe right now. No, that's not that's that's not what happened. And that's not what's going on right now. I mean, it's a real issue. And um, the video hurt, but then also the fact that you know, I had, the way I had to find out about the OnlyFans page, you know, that that's another thing on top of it that, that hurts as well. So I wouldn't put my, my business out in the streets. I wouldn't put nothing like this out in the streets unless it was, you know, real official. And I didn't do this one. So <laughs> it's, 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 it's hurting, it's hurtful. And I got to listen to people, you know, opinions every day, all day right now about my relationship. And that's something. But you don't. That's the thing. Nope. You don't. You don't. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't listened to a man's opinion. Oh Jesus! When the? When is the last time I? Hmm. Okay. I think somewhere. I think in like 2011. I heard. I saw a man watching a woman walk across a parking lot and said. You can tell she's a freak by the way she walks. I heard that man's opinion. Mm. Said, I don't really need any more of those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you actually yeah, don't, you don't have to listen. And if you're on the internet, don't click the thing with the thing, right? Like people, for, what up? But, but also like, as we were talking earlier about boundaries, this is a perfect opportunity to set boundaries. I do not wish to talk about this situation with my wife. If you bring it up to me, I will leave the conversation. I will block your Twitter account. I will block your cell phone number. This is a perfect time to set boundaries. Don't you shake your head at me. Uh -uh. <laughs> so setting boundaries with your fellow men is more like, oh, you heard my mom call me Smooky, but you still call me Smook. My mom calls me Smooky. Right, because that, because on the one that's in house, that's mom, right? But other women, oh no, those are females and B words and H words. That's what they are. And so you could, yeah, you could set a boundary with a with another man that's like, um, oh, uh, hey, put your beer on a coaster when you're in my house, mm -hmm. right? Take off your shoes. I keep extra flip flaps. Throw a pair of flip flaps on. Walk around in my house. But as far as talking about a woman's body, sexual past, a sexual past with sex work, excuse me? <laughs> oh no, that will not be boundaried. 
All right, that is when it is a borderless society, Aww. boundaryless, no doors don't exist. Not borderless, come on now. <laughs> but yeah, no, you don't have to listen to other people talk about your relationship or your marriage. Like, no. And if you were already a private person who wasn't active on social media, it can't possibly be that hard to avoid it. And now you're, inter you're interviewing on Vlad. Vlad noted that you interviewed on that other program he called Morning Hustle. Yeah. Which I'm sure that's the telenovela I'd love to check out. But you said you weren't going to say that word, but yeah. Ah, dat gummit. I told you, we don't talk like that. This is Swapcast. <laughs> all right? This is like, this is like, who, who is that? The, 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 the tomato and the zucchini. All right? We're like Veggie Tales over here, veggie buddy. Tales. All right? Know that. Oh, <laughs> Buster. He's a cucumber, by the way. It's a tomato and a cucumber. Sure, they set themselves up for jokes. Just get two tomatoes and let's do the full joke since we're doing that. All right, keep 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 going, um, Mr. Joe Smith. I never wanted to be involved in it. Well, her argument was, it's my body, my choice. You knew what I was doing when you got with me. But during these years of marriage and all the years of dating, was she doing any sort of adult film activities at all? No, no, it was uh, music and um, the, the, the businesses that she's, uh, that she's currently running from bartending, dog care businesses and, and other businesses that she, that she has going on right now. But it was nothing uh, porn related or. So you were talking earlier about like she got with him, but she had to have all these gigs. Yeah. All these hustles. Yeah, apparently, uh, I read about, as this has been going on, I've been, like, scanning about her bio. Apparently, she lived in Europe for a while and did, like, was, like, a singer there and, like, hit not very high on the charts in, like, Germany and stuff. Did, like, some modeling. She's been an extra in a bunch of, like, TV shows and a couple movies and stuff. Um, she Yeah, she ran a dog-sitting service. She ran, uh, she was on um, one of those, uh, like, reality shows. Like, she wasn't a star, but it was one of those, like, um, I think it was Say Yes to the Dress where, like, you're getting married and so like you just try in a bunch of different wedding dresses but like they feature like i think two or three people per episode like she was on that and something about uh some sort of like something that said about like drinks in a club or something i don't know if she was like hosting events at a club or was i don't know but yeah it sounds like she's had a lot of jobs which is what she said she said she's been working this whole time and she had to go to OnlyFans as well because she wasn't making enough money so mm -hmm. All right, continuing. We're getting we're getting toward the close of this. Told y'all, folks, it was gonna be a full episode. <laughs> Triple X related going on. Well, she said something a little jarring during the interview with Morning Hustle. She said that she has a video of both of you doing something explicit, mm -hmm. and she started an OnlyFans account on your behalf, and she has a picture of you with your driver's license, which allowed her to actually make that account official. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they, they're missing it on the morning hustle as well. So is there an OnlyFans account with actual intercourse of some sort between the two of you? No, no. My the, If there is an OnlyFans account in my name, then it's the one that I created and there's no no uh, nothing up there. No videos, no pictures, nothing. And that was just to figure out and, and see what she had going on on her page. But no, we don't, we have videos, personal videos, <laughs> but nothing out in the public, no. 
to all the men out there, I don't care. I like that. I like to all the men. Where is this going? Nowhere good. To Nowhere all good. the men out there, I'm telling you right now, he's gonna say, look to all the men out there. Read some bell hooks. That that's where he's going. That's all right. not what he is about to say. Care how much you love her. I don't care how close y'all are. Don't film yourself. This is something I, I've been pretty good about okay. right, my whole life. You know what? Actually, I do think that's good advice. I don't think you should ever <laughs> film yourself because you never fucking know. Yeah. Like, because that's the thing. It doesn't even have to be like your partner. Like, if anybody gets their hands on it, like, nah. Yeah, like, literally just don't. I actually, I don't know what it clicks in a person's brain that would have just like, look, I just have to have this footage for some reason. <laughs> It's just like, but what about all the other, I always think about that whenever like, it's something that just doesn't seem constructive and I'm, or even it's just like, it's too dangerous of an activity, other act, I'm just like, is that the only way you can have fun? You, you never just shoot some hoops? <laughs> like, this is it for you? It has to be this, huh? Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, if you already do sex work and you already have, you know, nudes or sexually explicit content out there, it's a bit different. But if you're not, if you don't do any sort of like adult work, I would not recommend taking photographs. I would not recommend filming yourself. Because like, again, it, it does, like a lot of times, you know, an ex-partner is vengeful and, you know, will post something. But it doesn't even have to be that, right? Um, there was a couple years ago that major hack of cloud, the cloud hack, right? And a, a bunch of actresses had their nudes leaked because they just had like selfies saved in the cloud, and it's just, just yeah, and don't they, do um, it. Just don't do it. The conser the socially conservative Christians called it the fappening. Yeah. 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 All just, right. Yeah. They're getting to the closer, and there will be a part two. This is one episode, but there is an update, and it will be short hair. That. Unfortunately, in the way this world works, even if it's on your own private phone, people hack into iClouds, videos get passed around, and then suddenly you're wondering whether something very private is gonna get blasted on the internet. You know what I mean? So I, I understand, it's your wife, you guys have your, your own relationship, but I just think this is a lesson for everyone listening to this, right. that even if it's your wife, even if y'all have an agreement, you could have a situation like this where suddenly, things break up and now you're worried that she might go and post this online right. and start not only exposing you but making money off you and everything else like that and the way she's describing it, it's not even revenge porn because there's a picture of you with a driver's license and it's it's a little scary to be honest it's very scary i mean it's if that's what because i haven't seen any other page any other page with my name besides the one i made so um if that's the case that's very scary and um that's something like I've always protected myself from, even throughout my basketball career. Always protected my image and, you know, try to keep a, you know, clean nose and I mean, um, anything I go through, it, it, uh, try to keep it as private as possible. And uh, so, if a video comes out or anything like that, believe me, uh, uh, it'll be something that you will have to definitely have to take down right away. There we go. That Fierce Leader was like, I got something to say. It was like, it's the last 15 seconds. <laughs> We're going to ride it out. But yes. Um, I, I, It's weird for him to say, like, I, but I was trying to keep my privacy. But you were still filming yourself. It didn't occur to you that that could ever end up in the wrong hands? Like, come on, man. That's... And then trying to keep your privacy, you got with an actor, singer, pornography star, 
Like, you got with the most public careered person you possibly could. Mm -hmm. And I'm also just, every time I wonder, what's the age gap on this? Oh, I don't know. Right? I think, I think they're actually similar. Yeah? Yeah. You found finding her age now? Uh, let me see. Yeah, let's see. He was born in 75, so he's what, 48? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so let, let's let's see what we have here. Oh, shit, she's actually older than him. She's 51. What the hell? Oh, man. Hey, listen here, Mr. Smith. <laughs> shut, shut fuck up. Shut fuck up. You found a grown-ass adult woman of whom happens to also be a handsome woman, a business-minded woman, that for some reason digs you. Fucking get off the damn interviews and fucking go cook her something and get a movie together. Y'all are in your 50s? Put on Ghostbusters and chill out. My understanding is that he has moved out since this has happened. Oh, nigga, you stupid. <laughs> I mean, we don't talk like that on Swapcast. <laughs> All right, well, you fucked up. Go be sad then. Go be sad. Go go with the boys. Go to the... And, and, and guess what he's going to do with the boys to unwind and take his mind off things? Go You're to a strip club. Bang. <laughs> We're so mad about the objectification of women's bodies. We need to go do that to, to fucking figure out why we hate it. Yeah. Oh, guys. All right, folks. This is Swapcast, an unusual episode. Leave feedback if you got this far. Because, right, this is not really a sex workers rights episode. It had nothing to do with banking, right? And it had nothing to do with legality or any of that business. But this person did have a sex work past, and maybe this sort of material can bring more eyes to Swapcast, and they'll hear Phoenix Kalita and be like, oh, you know what, let me subscribe and just have this also in my feed so I can know what's going on with these folks. Like, I do think that this isn't just celebrity gossip clickbait. <clears throat> this is real discourse, mm -hmm. worthwhile, and has a degree of entertainment value. Yeah, well, I mean, stories like this are always, um, it seems like so frivolous, but ultimately, based on what's happening, his response, her response, the response around them really does sort of give you um, like a vibe check of culturally where we are. Yeah. Like, and it's particularly what subcultures of where we are. Vibe check. Yeah. I've been calling my latest series of playlists uh, vibe checks. Oh. Yeah. I do a vibe check sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think I might even listen to a vibe check after I'm done doing this little podcast work. I'll tell you what. All right, let's wrap it up.